Hi, this is going to be a bit of a different episode. I'll be stepping aside from our typical conversation around digital leadership and careers. You see, I appreciate content from people who are raw and vulnerable. Honestly, people that are human. I like to go behind the scenes with other people. So honestly, here's me doing that for you. I know I'll get emotional, so bear with me. I hope my story that I'm going to share with you today helps you today and honestly every day going forward. I'm recording this a few days after a recent event in my life. I had just returned from the beach with my family. My wife and four kids who were ages 13, 11, 9, and 5 months. Big family. We had a great time. So I'm back on Monday at work. I'm in another Zoom meeting. My daughter calls me. I see it ringing. It wasn't a convenient time to pick it up, so I didn't. Five minutes later, she bursts through my office door. She screamed that my son, Aiden, who's nine years old, was run over by a car. I immediately froze. The pictures flying through my head at that moment were absolutely gut-wrenching. They were horrific, honestly. The next thing I knew, I was running out the front door, dashing down the street barefoot. I remember distinctly my phone and my AirPods fell out of my pocket and ears onto the grass, and I was running like there was no tomorrow. Again, I was imagining the absolute worst situation at this point. My daughter's running next to me, telling me that the car had run over his legs. I get there, and I see him writhing in pain with lots of blood on his legs. He was in absolute agony. I got some facts on what happened. He had been going down a grassy hill on his bike into the parking lot where our pool is. And he somehow slid underneath a car that was in reverse and it went over his legs. Again, he's only nine years old, so this is a pretty big impact on someone that small. So I pick up Aiden, I rush him into my car, He's screaming the whole way as I do this mad dash to the hospital. I must have run five red lights, just zipped around cars. I would have gotten at least 10 tickets on my way to the hospital if a cop had been following me. But of course, I didn't care. So we get him rushed into the ER, and then suddenly seven doctors and nurses are surrounding him, looking really concerned. Of course, I'm freaking out. I don't know what's happening here. I don't know what the extent of the damage is. Uh, My ex-wife then came in as well, which is Aiden's mother. Luckily, she's an ER nurse and really took control of the situation and and really gave Aiden some calm, which he needed, and which gave me the ability to step back and watch it a little bit more objectively. So time goes by over the next few hours. They get his pain under control. They take some x-rays. And honestly, it's pretty inconclusive. And even a few days later, we don't know the extent of the damage. There was just too much swelling and abrasions and and lots of bad stuff. Miraculously, we were able to bring him home that night. I got him his favorite takeout meal, including a milkshake. I remember distinctly watching him on the couch all bandaged up and just saw him sipping that milkshake and wondering, damn, he might not be here if he had slid two feet to the left. And that's a pretty wild thought, and I've been thinking about that a lot over the last few days. That night, I hardly slept. 
visions kept cycling through my mind on what might have happened had he just slid a little bit further on the concrete. It's still several days later, and as you can probably tell from the sound in my voice, (laughs) I'm still struggling with all of it. I'm doing my best to be there for him, to care for him, and to be strong, and also for his sisters and his little brother. So there's a lot of people I'm trying to be strong for right now, but honestly, I'm struggling. I've done a lot of journaling recently, as I normally do, and it's gotten me thinking about, we never know what fate has in store for us. I actually wear this pendant around my neck, actually holding it in my hand right now. It says a Latin phrase, amor fati. This phrase was championed by the German philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche. You might have heard of him. It means love of fate. That's amor fati, again, love of fate. And the reason I wear it is because it symbolizes the idea that we want to welcome everything that happens to us, whether it's good or bad. And sometimes we just have to view the things that happen as necessary. And I try to remind myself of this every day. But man, when an incident like this happens, like it did to my son, it really tests you. It makes you question fate. You stop and you ponder life differently. Suddenly, all the work stuff doesn't matter so much and everything's been reframed for you. For those that know me, you might notice how I talk a lot about my love of stoic philosophy. It's been huge for me over the years. It helps me stay centered and fixate on the things that I can actually control. One of the ancient stoic maxims is this idea of memento mori. It's a phrase that means you could leave life right now. Let that determine what you do and say and think. Just let that sink in for a second. I actually have memento mori as my screensaver on my laptop and my phone always trying to remind myself that in an instant, I could be gone, loved ones could be gone, possessions, important things in life, even money could all be gone. So we need to treasure what we have when we have it. But like with everything in life, we get distracted, right? Then something traumatic happens, like your son gets run over by a car, and you get shocked back into what your priorities are. It's a shame that We can't always live fully in alignment with our priorities, but we're human, we're fallible. We have emotions, we get distracted, we're not robots. Memento Mori has been on my mind a lot these last few days. Life is just so damn fragile. As humans, we're wired to avoid pain. It's helped us survive over our history. But I think this lulls us to sleep sometimes when we seek to avoid tough events, difficult conversations, difficult actions. But then something truly bad happens and we're really thrown off course. We're not able to handle the pain. That's a little bit how I felt the last few days. I wasn't ready for this. I don't know if I could be, but I know going into the future, I should try. But ultimately, the lesson I'd like to share with you today, which I've gone through myself, is twofold. First, make sure you truly have your priorities in order. Spend your precious time wisely, making sure that the ones you love know you love them. Because if you can't be good for yourself, you can't be good for them. The second piece then is, I think we can all do a better job of preparing ourselves for adversity. The Stoics also have a practice called 
premeditatio malorum. I know that's a mouthful, but what it means is it's the idea of anticipating adversity and feeling it deeply so that when the bad thing does happen, we're more resilient, more capable to deal with that issue. This applies in truly catastrophic things like loss of life or serious disease, but it also applies in our day-to-day, such as having a tough conversation or giving a big presentation at work. The more that we can imagine, feel, anticipate the adversity and whatever it is, the better we are prepared to handle it and the more resilient we are as people. Overall, my son's injury was a real shock to my system, and I'm still doing my best to learn from it and be better. You're hearing from me in real time as I try to process all of this. I've certainly been giving my family more attention this week and trying to value all of the little moments. Truly, we don't know if similar moments like that will exist tomorrow. I've also been pretty open sharing this story online, including through this podcast, so that it might help you. I hope it does. Honestly, I experience energy and healing when I'm able to help others. So sharing this with you today is a form of therapy for me. So thanks for listening. I hope you're able to take something from this story. That's all for today. I really appreciate everyone's support that's reached out across the last few days. Do make sure you let your loved ones know how much you love them. Really understand your priorities and try to live by them in life, whether that's in personal or the professional aspects of your time on this planet. All right, we'll chat soon. Back to normal programming next week. Thanks for spending the time with me. This is your host, Matthew Doan. Thank you for listening to the Rising Digital Leaders Show. Again, my mission is to help you elevate your career as a digital leader and live a thriving life. I hope this episode sparks new thinking and helps you take meaningful action in your world. If you enjoyed the experience, I'd be so grateful if you subscribed and left a five-star review. That's it for now. Until next time, my friends, stay virtuous.